Welcome to Ego Netcast. I am Martin Lindesko. Hi, Cole Raven. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks. And uh, today we will do an ego search on your name and your service called Podchaser. So I will start out here to check the results that I did on Google. It, I got like uh, almost 7,000 results. And it was LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, a couple of them. And then it got some photos of your logotype. I, I see a resemblance there with old uh, logotype by uh, Patreon. Is that a coincidence or some influence or interest or, you know, the P there? Now we have changed it so it's like a, um, how to say, ver vertical uh, line and then a dot. But in the beginning, they yeah. had a sim similar thing. But maybe I've... Um, I'm mistaken there, but I, I thought it was some, yeah, like a like a P or a circle in in one in a way. Maybe it could it could be like an earbud or do you have any uh, things that you want to tell about the logotype there, yeah. Podchaser logotype? Yeah, you know, we we didn't take any inspiration from Patreon or anything, and I was actually glad that they had recently in the last yeah, year changed. changed their logo <laughs> because yeah. we we did have a few people um, email us and say like, hey, did you did you guys just you know, take part of Patreon's logo and kind of yeah. make it your own. And we were like, no, we didn't mean, didn't mean to do that. Um, our yeah. designer on our team, Ryan, just as, uh, just used his creativity to make the logo. So yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. not inspired in any way. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Good to know. And I mean, as I said, that this kind of things could happen and it, it's funny, but those lots of, uh, podcasters are using Patreon. I will do a solo episode about that and also alternative to Patreon in, in, in the future so that, that was something that uh, popped into my mind uh, and then it is uh, came uh, something from amazon but it's not your name it's paula cole so i don't know what's that about with uh, google search there uh, and then growing uh, up rock podcast and then university of north alabama that was on the first page uh, do is that correct that you have been at University of North Alabama? No, is, you know I, I. Then it's somebody else then. <laughs> yeah, somebody else. <laughs> yeah, and we will uh, talk more about that also because I, I like to do also using alternative search engines like uh, Bing and others, uh, and also DuckDuckGo. And that this time I didn't. I saw that it was probably other people. Uh, that was in the result also and that could be the case um, i don't know if uh, cole and, and raven is uh, common names but uh, this is how it could happen sometimes but what's interesting is that when the ninth results were a grow growing up rock podcast you have uh, had an appearance there on their podcast right yeah yeah so they interviewed me i guess it would have been a probably last fall or maybe last summer i don't even remember but yeah i was on their on their podcast yeah could you mention then, then uh, one of the services or features where you have on podchaser you could also do a short introduction or background about this service and how you came up with this and also with your team here but appearances is one thing that you could do so if you don't have your own podcast, uh, you could be you could list yourself on Podchase and say, "I have been a guest on a on a podcast." I think that's a great great uh, feature. So please tell us yeah. a bit about that. 
Yeah, for sure. So, uh, and, and I know I was just doing the same thing. So when you Google my name, uh, for me, the fourth result is, um, it says Cole Raven on Podchaser. So yeah. if, if you click on that, you can see all of the different appearances that I've personally had as a guest on four other podcasts. And yeah. you can click on those, listen to them, and then open them up in whatever player uh, listening app that you prefer to use. So something that we're very focused on right now is collecting information about the host of every podcast, the producer, the editor, guests on every single episode of every single podcast, uh, voice actors, um, people who create theme music, uh, composers, yeah. all sorts of different roles that people have in the creation of a podcast. Basically, we're, we're, we've built this service as I would say the the closest parallel is like an IMDb, um, but for podcasting, mm -hmm. but we're hoping to do much more than that with it. So we're building a backbone of data for the podcast industry to help people find and discover podcasts that they might be interested in, but then follow um, podcast personalities and people so that they don't just have to follow or subscribe to a podcast you can subscribe to a person and if they appear as a guest on something then you'll be notified about that and you can you can keep up with guest appearances as well mm. as, as we said before we started here in the green room is it's like an active and choice that if you have been on appearance you have to create a uh, profile and add add yourself right and get uh, claimed in some way or another well, yeah you can so for at least the most popular five or 10,000 podcasts out there, we're actually working with um, a third-party data company to collect that information. And if the mm -hmm. profile already exists on Podchaser, then you can... So if you, if you search for your name on Podchaser and you're already there, um, you can claim that profile and we have a verification process where we just prove that... Uh, you are you and that you have mm -hmm. the right to make changes to your page, like changing your bio or adding appearances and things like that. But um, we, we work with a third party data company to collect information on at least the most popular stuff. But then for every for everybody else in the entire podcast industry, you can create a profile for yourself and list all of your guest appearances or your contributions to the creation of a podcast. Um, or you can also contribute and crowdsource on any profile. So if you see that something is missing, you can add appearances to anybody's podcast uh, creator profile page mm -hmm. on Podchaser. Yeah. So this is uh, like an initiative. If you have uh, like uh, avid podcast listeners and also listening to podcasts, and also uh, podcasts that want to become active or some in uh, some other way in this. Uh, uh, community, you could say, uh, and this industry. So I think that's a great thing because you said in order to populate this and it's lots of podcasts out there, it's great to use external service for so-called most popular in like downloading or listening and so on. But you have many, you have, as I said, in, in this area also, the long tail, lots of podcasts out there that uh, maybe don't have huge numbers if you compare to radio and TV celebrities and others. But as they say on Libsyn, Libsyn stats on the feed there, the official podcast of uh, Libsyn, that if you have around, I think it's like around 150 uh, downloads, unique downloads per episode, like a period of 30 days or 45 days, you are around the average. If you have more than 150, then you're more... Uh, 
popular than when the average on all podcasts out there. So 150 is not a big number, but if you will have 150 listeners in in your room listening to you, that's pretty impressive, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And I think people underestimate that if you have a podcast and you have even 50 listeners, like you said, if you if you can just imagine... 50 people in one room, that's a lot of people that are listening to you, um, listening to you talk yeah. or you interview somebody or you create something. So I think that, I think that's, that's great. Yeah. And I, I talking with, with clients of different forms, both paid and non-for-profit is how you spread the good word. And in a way it's no problem because I mean, it will do if you do good content and you find your fan base and so on. But sometimes how you do it um, more technically and there you have a sort of a feature also that you could put like a badge on your site uh, with how you could rate and review and give stars and also doing um, a review of the site. Could you tell a bit more about that feature? And is, is that linked in way one way or another to the Apple podcast uh, service or how, how does that work? Yeah, so we don't... Um... So in order to initially build Podchaser and something that we do on an ongoing basis is we do watch what is what is uh, added to Apple Podcasts. So they mm-hmm. have an API and we scrape their, their RSS feeds for any new information on new podcasts. Once we already have the RSS feed in our database, we just keep up keep up with it ourselves. Um, but we do we do watch new podcasts coming to Apple. So if if you add your podcast to iTunes, it's likely that at some point in the very near future, it'll end up on Podchaser uh, naturally. But then with what you're talking about with website badges, um, that's something that we've built to help people. Um, basically, there's a lot of podcasts out there that ask their listeners to rate and review on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. or iTunes. And yep. for at least 50% of their audience, they don't have an iPhone. They don't. They don't have an Apple mm. Podcast account. There's that. Right. That means nothing for them. Like I have a OnePlus phone, so I when when I listen mm. to a podcast and it says go rate and review on iTunes, it really helps me. It helps me climb the rankings and more find more listeners. You know, I would love to help, but I can't. Mm. So that's that's mm. another part of um, another part of Podchaser is that we have this universal ratings and review system. So on any any device, on a mobile device, on a desktop, you can easily create an account and leave a rating and review for any podcast. And within Podchaser, that does help them climb the ranks within certain categories. So one category that's really popular on Podchaser is audio drama. So we have a lot of audio drama podcasts that have placed these website badges on their website about their audio drama and then directing people to their website and these badges display the total number of ratings and reviews that they have on Podchaser. So you can see, you know, this Mm. audio drama has 22 ratings and 17 reviews. And then maybe you click on that Mm. badge on their website, go to Podchaser, and then you can contribute yourself, or you can just read through the ratings and reviews to see if it might be something you want to listen to. So we're trying to just create Mm. this more universal solution to ratings and reviews instead of siloing everybody through, through iTunes and isolating half of your audience. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, so called to joke a bit. For the record, I am an Apple fanboy, but I've used all the systems out there. But uh, that's uh, so called the challenge, and I agree with it. Sometimes it is, could also be cumbersome to do this, even if you have an iPhone yeah. to do the 
review. And also when a few of the reviews that we have gotten on other shows that I have with co-host, then it could be also this, that Libsyn also have features back in the day. Uh, my one star review, for example, that some listeners have had some opinion or issues or what or what not with the podcast, and then that will show there. Uh, and uh, I mean, in our case, uh, with a podcast on tea and how to be productive in Swedish, I reached out to that uh, reviewer because I found him on Twitter and said, we will uh, talk about this review, even if it was one star, because it's an honest review on our show. And I mean, you could listen again if you want. And he, he responded on, to that. So that was a bit funny. But here I see more of this positive vibe also, that you are doing an active uh, cho- uh, choice and, and role. And, and uh, you reach out to your lo- uh, loyal fans and your listeners. And it could be readers also and so on on your blog. So I think that's a... Uh, a neat feature and when you said about the category my podcast here ego netcast uh, the main category is philosophy and i scrolled and scrolled and scrolled and i didn't find myself Uh, i know i have a small podcast but i've been active for a long time since 2006 but this uh, then it will make it easier for uh, old time listeners and so on and other fans and uh, friends that want to do an active role here take a part in in this so i applaud this initiative and talking about that when i did uh, a search on DuckDuckGo, as i said uh, the, uh, one of the results there was from uh, the nerdy uh, mm-hmm. show and then they have an so-called underpage uh, so nerdyshow.com forward slash podchaser and um he has then a description of the service and why it's a great thing to use the service and how you could do it and so on. So could you tell a bit more about that? Um, but then a podcast I've done is gone this extra mile in a way to uh, getting this feedback, but also promoting a good service. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, the person who wrote that blog, uh, their name is Cap Blackard. Mm-hmm. And... They're part of the the consequence of sound network. I think they're um, now the now the head of head of podcasts. I don't I don't actually know know the official title, but early on when I was talking to Cap about w- when we started Podchaser almost I guess two years ago, it's actually been yeah. live for about a year and a half. Um, we had met with many people who were a part of independent podcasts and networks and asked them questions about like. What are you most frustrated about with um, creating and marketing and distributing your podcast today? And overwhelmingly, a, a response was that everything everything relies on Apple. Everything relies on um, getting ratings and reviews within your category to find new listeners in Apple Podcasts, and that's that's really tough for the reasons mm-hmm. I mentioned, like, it, yep. it, you know, half of people can't even rate and review your show on iTunes. Um, but then also just getting discovered within a particular category is really hard because for example, I, I don't even think that there's a true crime category in Apple mm-hmm. podcasts or an audio drama category or, or categories where, where there, there really should be representation yep. because there, there's such a diverse uh, you know, number of number of podcasts uh, within all these different different categories, but they're not properly represented um, on Apple, in our opinion. Mm. So, 
when when we talked to these independent independent podcast creators and networks, you know, they they basically asked us to build something that was universal that anybody anybody could participate in and basically give them give them proper representation and for for the things that they've created. So with Cap and the Nerdy Show network, um, Cap had had just a lot of influence over the direction of what we initially built with the website. So Cap suggested that we, you know, had ratings and reviews and and just different 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 features that we've now built and created. And Cap has been an af- active participant since the beginning and a big supporter. So we're really grateful. Um, really grateful for the the network's support. And that's why that's why they have that page on their website that just talks about Podchaser and how, you know, the things that we're building and how they use it. And and really that's that's how we've been able to grow to the point where we are today is just this grassroots organic um mm. organic marketing, uh word of mouth marketing within just the independent podcast community. So within all the Facebook groups and and Slack channels and um, and on Twitter and all these different people talking about the different things that you can do on Podchaser, we really rely on the the smaller independent podcasters to support us because that's the only way that we'll be successful. Yeah, I think that's a great point there because here in like in Sweden, they have recently created like an index um, for for uh, podcasters. Uh, and based on this uh, international standard, but in a, in, in smaller uh, marketplace players there, not so many as in in North America and so on. Uh, and then it was sh- when it was this top list, but even the ten top list, but even hundreds, then they are mostly the big names uh, known from TV and radio and celebrities and so on. And and of course they will be up there. And then it could be harder to find others, more independent uh, podcasters. So uh, I think this is a, a great, uh, great idea. It is funny also when you search for it on on Google. Then this post uh, or underpage doesn't show up in the first page. What I saw, but there on DuckDuckGo, it was one of the top ten uh, search results. So I thought that was pretty interesting to see. And maybe we could also mention that the other appearance that you have been on is startup com- uh, competitors. And the re- return on uh, investment or uh, uh, podcast, and uh, the podience, and then of course growing up rock. So um, I think that's that's great to see where you could be, where you have appeared. And I created my own crate page there, and I, it would take some time because I am involved in like ten, ten different podcasts as a host, co-host, uh, producer, editor, etc. And I mentioned that also to you in, in a email. You said you have voice uh, over and um, sound effects. Uh, many of uh, the podcasts that I'm involved in have their own jingle created by uh, uh, Jim Johnson. So I will mention that to him, uh, J. Tunes Productions, that he could then also register there. I think that's a neat thing because it could be several of people involved in the podcast production and the podcast flow workflow in in a way yeah and and that's and that's something that we feel like all of the people who have a hand in the creation of of a podcast haven't haven't really gotten credit for their work because there's there's no place to see that they contributed to that so for all the people who created theme music or a jingle or for the people who 
help to edit the show. Um, there's nowhere, there's nowhere to see that information. So I think that that's a really powerful way to use a service. And then you can almost use it as a resume of sorts, because if you're a voice actor or if you, um, create, create music, you can say here, go to my, go to my Podchaser creator profile and you can see all of the podcasts that I made a jingle for and listen to them directly within Podchaser. Um, or you can see mm-hmm. that I played this character in this one storytelling podcast um, so you can hear how my voice sounds. And here's here's my page. So I, I'm, I'm a big fan of of that use case. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's a great uh, thing. And also uh, another feature that you have, you have cooperation here with... Uh... And you are a creator, or you have created uh, arts, or or it could be the show art that you have for your podcast uh, with Cheap Public. So I've uh, recently registered there now and got uh, approved. So then in the near future, uh, my own store will be linked on my uh, site there on podchaser.com forward slash ego netcast. So I also have this. Uh, permalink uh, that you could create, uh, like uh, so it's easy to remember. So that's a call to action to go to podchaser.com forward slash ego netcast. So uh, could you tell a bit more about that, uh, the store there, TeePublic store that you could uh, use? Yeah, so we've we've partnered with TeePublic. So it, basically the, the idea behind our podcast pages, so like your your page for Ego Netcast, for example, we want to make one page for everything. So basically you can just direct people to go to podchaser.com slash ego netcast and they'll be able to not only leave a rating and review and see everybody that was involved in the creation of your podcast, they'll be able to do other things like create a list with your podcast in it. They can buy merchandise if you've signed up with T Public. So there'll be a merch tab and they can see different t-shirts or hats or whatever whatever you sell, they can support you in that way. And then we're also looking at working with companies like Patreon to add a donation button directly on Mm. podcast pages. And we'll be adding some other integrations directly onto these pages as well, maybe even with things like transcripts for the entire podcast so that people can read through through the transcripts instead of listening to it if they prefer. So we're hoping to make these pages kind of a just just a landing page for everything so they can they, mm-hmm. all of your listeners can just go to one place they can rate and review they can buy your merch they can support you with donations they can read transcripts they can they can do everything all in one place that's the mm. that's the idea and the goal yeah the transcript is a great idea because i played around with that and that's one of the, you could say the hassle I, I don't know how many people enjoy to write the like a transcript or show notes and so on. I am a blogger, long-time blogger since 2002, so I'm used to blogging, but it takes some time to do it. I mean, in a way, it's an enjoyable process also when you have listened to the recordings and you think about the show notes and links and so on, but it takes time. And some podcasts are very short um, show notes and um, transcripts, and some have very long. And, and then you have this searchability also. I mean, that's have been debate how 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 good could it be for search engine optimization or to be found um, and so on. But if you will connect it with some kind of partnership or service, that will be great also and probably good for your your site also because uh, it it will be found out there uh, when it's starting to adding with new podcasts and more information and updated and relevant 
information. This is like this segment because my podcast is called Ego and you do ego surfing or ego search on yourself. And this is what could uh, what you could find then. So I think that's a, a great idea. And when I started with the tea public, I did a test. So I, um, it's a customer there on, of Libsyn for many of my podcasts. And um, then I saw they have this podcast is for the win, FTW. Uh, that I bought some stickers from directly from T Public, but you could then also add add others to your T Public um, store. So then you could, I mean, have some relations with other podcasters that you are listening to or friends and so on. So that's pretty neat, also. Yeah, and that, that's that's exactly the idea behind why we're adding transcripts is we're hoping that it just helps more people discover your podcast because if they're Googling something and it's not in your episode show notes or it's not in your podcast description, um, it might not show up in Google results. But if we have on a page, on a transcript page where where maybe you and I were talking about a particular subject um, and on, on your podcast, then maybe it would show up in Google results and people will be able to find it and listen to it. And then we can also assign the creator profiles that we've built to the different things that people are saying. So if you can picture this, you can, you can imagine a transcript page where um, I'm speaking right now so you can see the text next to a picture of my face because I have a creator profile on Podchaser. And then mm. as it plays through the episode, then it would go to your face and people will be able to see that you're speaking and here's, here's the text that went along with the transcription. So we're, we're really hoping to use transcription in that way and also just to help help with search results directly within Podchaser. So if people search for particular topics that they have an interest in or things that are tagged, um, we can combine that with transcripts and they'll be able to find podcasts about topics that they're interested in. Mm, that's an interesting uh, way of doing it because you have to add then some kind of value because then uh, listeners and other fellow podcasters could stay at, uh, at your site and find out more about the show and, and so on and, and listen to it there. Uh, and now I will do an experiment. Uh, so listen up, former company Signal Signal, now All Ears it's called. It's a startup company in uh, Stockholm, Sweden, and they have a search um, service uh, that you could search for text and keywords in uh, videos like YouTube uh, and also on podcasts. So they have started this service when, like uh, you could say, like a uh, uh, business intelligence service, uh, you could say, uh, uh, where uh, where I am uh, on the search results, uh, 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 is our company mentioned or brand in some podcast or in uh, videos? So they, that's what they try to do. So it's interesting, uh, this service and how you could be found in different ways. So now it would be interesting to, if signal, signal, and now called all ears um, uh, or all ear be all ears that you're listening up if they will find this episode and find that they are mentioned uh, that's a bit funny you could do it in different ways yeah yeah exactly that's that's exactly what we're hoping happens yeah so at the end here i want to talk about some uh, as i have some referrals and I late, uh, I'm a avid listeners to audiobooks, but I like to read regular books also. So this uh, company owned by Amazon, uh, Audible, uh, where you could go to Audible, 
trial.com forward slash ego netcast and find a book of your um, choice and uh, you could have it free for 30 days so you get one credit and then you could test the service and they have also recently similar to a podcast i think they call it uh, audio channels or something like that uh, some podcast uh, material and series as you said it's been very popular with, with the different drama series and and so on and true crime and so so they have done their exclusive content there also so do you have any uh, book tip Cole, that's re- maybe related to podcasting or in some interest of yours or yeah um, uh, book tip Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> do you, yeah, do you have any book tip, any book that you have recently read, or any favorite book, or yeah, some, some reading material? Yeah, yeah. I um actually just recently I I've read nonfiction books mm-hmm. for for most of my life, and just recently have decided that that at the end of a long workday, then going to read a nonfiction book almost feels like work sometimes, especially if it's like a like a book about marketing or, you know, it, it just feels like sometimes a continuation of work. So I've started to try to get more into, um, into, uh, fiction books. And mm. so recently I read, I've, I've been into Neil Gaiman's books. Um, I'm reading Neverwhere right mm-hmm. now. I think he wrote it like in the nineties, maybe late nineties or early two thousands. Um, it's it's an older book, but it's it's really good. So yeah, I would recommend pretty much anything by Neil Gaiman. Um, that's what I'm that's what I'm reading right now. Yeah, great. And I would recommend you to uh, listen to "This Is Marketing" by Seth Godin. Have you uh, read that book? Yeah, listen to it. Yeah, I I'm about uh, I'm about fifty pages into that book right now. Mm. <laughs> I actually bought the I I I I have had Audible for a while and used yeah. it and it's great but i go back and forth between reading um a physical book and and yeah. listening to audiobooks if i'm running or something yeah. like that but i actually have the uh, the hardcover version of this is marketing by seth godin it's a good book yeah and i i as i said i'm an avid book reader and i like to read physical books also because then you could take notes you could uh, yeah it's a different feeling in in a way that's why I have a podcast together with two others with called Pen Meets Paper in Swedish. Pen meet, Pen Meets the Paper, but we have an uh, English version also called Pen Meets Paper. And we're talking about fountain pens, ink, uh, notebooks, and so on. And we got inspired by American podcasts uh, like Erasable and others that have been very popular in this podcasting field, talking about analog things in a dig- digital time. So, uh, yeah. but but still, as I said, I I like that's one main, I mean, advantage I think with podcasts that you could listen when whenever you want. I mean, you could walk the cat, or you could do the dishes, or you could yeah, out running or walking, and listen to a to a podcast. So I think that's great. And for your, I mean, information, that was one of my uh, thing when I started out that I wanted to have some referral that I things that I could vouch for and, and um, use myself so so I, I liked Audible but then they said one requirement of this company that helped uh, Audible with this affiliate and referral links that you have had to have some reviews in order to have that first uh, otherwise you would not be accepted so then I mean you had to reach out to your listeners and so on and ask for a, a review and so on so maybe I mean that could maybe be a thing later on 
with some cooperation that you have, but other companies that want to be in your, how do you say, um, surroundings or, or cooperation, that they will listen up and see what they could do, like uh, some kind of referral in a in a positive marketing way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and mention, uh, speaking of Amazon, we're actually mm. um, hoping to work with them pretty soon because they they power a lot of transcription services and yeah. with their um with their presence with audible um i we're we're talking through this right now and we're trying to get a full understanding of what they're hoping to do in the podcasting space but uh we're hoping to partner with them on this on a on a big transcription project to mm. transcribe the majority of the most popular podcasts and mm. that could be something that i don't know if they would end up putting podcasts within audible or if they'd have even if they would create a separate consumer app or if they would just maybe do something with amazon alexa i don't know yet but um yeah we're hoping to we're hoping to partner with them so we're excited about the things that they're doing yeah that sounds uh, interesting is it anything else you want to talk about the uh, pod chaser and uh, the individuals that are working in in this uh you could say project, but it's, I mean, it's not finishing. It will continue to develop. Uh, anything that you want to tell the listeners about this? Yeah, I would just highly recommend creating an account and signing up for our emails. I only send maybe one email like every month or two. It's not very often, but we have um, r everything that we've built right now is a very early version of Podchaser. And so we have... Um, some really exciting stuff coming in a month or two. So in March, you'll actually be able to click follow on any podcast or any any podcast creator. So if you want to follow Martin and listen to everything that Martin puts out there, or if Martin's a guest on another podcast and you click follow on his page, then um, that will show up actually in a new feed that we're releasing. Um, so next month you'll be able to follow any podcast or any creator. We're really excited about that. And then we're also going to be releasing things like user profiles that you can share with people. So you can share with your friends what you listen to. Um, so I would just, I would just recommend going in, making an account uh, and signing up for our emails so that you're prepared for whenever those things come out, because we're really, really excited to share that. And we think that it'll be a really great way to discover discover new podcasts because it'll help to power our recommendation algorithms to recommend new podcasts for people. Yeah. And, and that's good because, I mean, then you could learn about the new features. Maybe we'll come back some other time and talk more about you. You could create lists, for example. It's lots of things that you could do with, with Podchaser. And uh, I like your emails there because then you, you get it all the features that you do and, and future plans. And also when I went to the blog and I liked the um, way of how you had done the layout there with the categories and also like reviews of uh, or spotlight on other podcasters there also. So it was a, a neat thing. So it's, uh, do, you, do you have uh, many uh, individuals involved in this, uh, in this site that uh, like writing content and, and, uh, uh, checking uh, all these uh, updates and, and the technical things also, because it must be lots of things going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not, not just me. We have, um, uh, we're really all over the world. So I'm currently in Texas in the United States. We have our other co-founders in Kentucky and Australia and uh, the UK. 
We, so we have right now four full-time people working on this project and about five or six part-time. And that includes the people who write content for our blog and some people who help with moderation for creator profiles. So if somebody submits a new credit uh, for a podcast, it goes through a moderation process and we actually manually approve almost everything so that our data can be very accurate. So we have a team of probably 10 or 11 people today and we're looking at, at continuing to grow. Yeah. And that's interesting that you just said before we started that you want to be like an open and transparent and open book. And may I ask then, how do you get this as a business podcast in a way? Because that's a category also that I'm involved in. Uh, how do you then uh, get this going and getting funds for it? Because this service is free, what I, what I know about. I mean, it, and it's no ads or something like that. Um, so how, how do you get this uh, project running? Yeah, great, great question because we really don't make a whole lot of money today. <laughs> we um, last summer actually raised our first round of funding. We raised about half a million dollars oh, um, in the United States. Yep. Yeah, thank you. So we were about um, halfway through that right now, halfway through the process of building everything that we promised in our in our first round of funding, and then we'll look to raise probably another round in the next few months, but ideally what we're going to do is, so if you look at, if you look at what IMD, IMDB did back in the nineties mm. and two thousands, um, they were Amazon's biggest affiliate. So yeah. if you went to IMDB and looked for a movie, you could see on IMDB that you could buy that movie on Amazon or stream it mm. directly on Amazon, but you were referred through IMDB. So they were Amazon's biggest referrer. And so Amazon mm -hmm. ended up buying IMDB as part yeah. of an acquisition. So uh, ideally, one part of how we'll make how we'll make money is just like we, we talked about earlier with merchandise. If you if you put your merchandise on Podchaser, we don't take a cut of anything that you make if you sell a T-shirt, but we're a T-Public affiliate. So mm. T-Public... Um, would would pay us a percentage on the back end for anybody that we send their way. So even if you don't buy a t-shirt for that podcast that you clicked on through Podchaser, if you buy anything through TeePublic, then that mm. supports Podchaser. Um, and then that's that's just the first step. So we'll eventually have things like uh, a subscription for podcast creators to maybe like uh, connect with potential guests and message them directly. We will likely have a subscription based around uh, advertising your podcast. So with that mm -hmm. new feed that I mentioned, um, you, you'll be able to pay for placement within so many people's feeds f under like certain categories. So like your podcast is in the philosophy category, for example. So if you wanted to put your podcast in front of 10,000 people who are subscribed to other philosophy podcasts, you would be able to do that through Podchaser. So these are all these are all things that we're still currently building. Um, mm. We might eventually have our own donation platform. Um, there's there's uh, also That's, just that would be a great idea. I think yeah, yeah. There's also you know we're we're looking at at least with some of the bigger networks just doing advertising for some of their new shows that come out. So like sometimes if you go to IMDb, you'll see that the entire website is an advertisement for some upcoming movie. So um, we 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 probably won't advertise 
necessarily on that big of a scale, but with things like our feed and on and in search results, you might start to see featured listings um, for for certain podcasts. So if you start to type in like cryptocurrency in our search bar, for example, somebody could pay for a featured first result as a cryptocurrency podcast. So yeah. basically, like bad crypto podcast. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So. Um, there's a few different ways that we're looking at monetizing. Those are just a couple, but right now we're just trying to grow as fast as we can. And our, our entire purpose is is just to help help people discover podcasts that they might not have otherwise been able to find. And that's hmm. that's our that's our mission. Yeah, that's great to to hear. And uh, may I ask also? I mean, you have been around now for some time. Um, how many we did we search here now? How many hits or traffic do you get to your site? Or yeah, how if you have some kind of measurement there? Because then you have to have a pretty robust thing if it's starting to exploding or lots lots of traffic. And if every podcasters will be listed there or, or active, it it will take some um, yeah energy and power in order to keep this running. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, you're right. It does completely rely on website traffic and that's why SEO and things like transcripts are so important and unique information about like the creators of a podcast. Because if you, if you Google somebody's name, ideally, uh, if they've been on a podcast, we will be in the search results and you'll be able to see, um, what podcasts they appeared on. So SEO is a big part of our business strategy and we rely pretty heavily on just people finding podcast pages and creator profiles and lists organically. So right now there's, I, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but it's about a few hundred thousand people each month um, come to come to Podchaser and hmm. about 50% of those people are listening to podcasts on Podchaser. So about half of people are listening, the rest are just doing things like finding information about people or creating a list or rating and reviewing or just participating in other ways. Um, and then we have about today, we're actually about 20 away from reaching 13,000 users. So uh, those are just people who've created accounts on the website. About 3,000, three or 4,000 of them are, are podcast creators and the rest mm. are, are podcast listeners. Mm. That's great, and then, and then you will see you could maybe have this critical mass soon then because of developing in a good way. So, uh, what's what's your uh, plan or dream or or goal? Uh, how many do, do you want to use this site on a on a regular basis? It, in order for us to be successful, it needs to be we need to have millions of people each month mm. going to mm. going to Podchaser because there there are so many podcasts out there and we need data on and information about all of them in order for the service to be really useful so uh our our goal here is to become the number one trafficked podcast website um and source of information so uh that's that's where we'll need to be Eventually, um, it'll take a little bit of time to get there. And fortunately, every month since um, since we first raised money, we've grown every single month, and our traffic has gotten higher and higher. So we're on the right path. Um, but but yeah, it'll just it'll just take time. But yeah, it'll it'll definitely require millions of people coming each month, and uh, 
a lot more a lot more accounts <laughs> yeah that's great to hear and and i asked that it was yesterday i was at uh, ask me anything uh, session with anita campbell of small business trends and biz sugar and i'm a moderator one of moderates there on of biz sugar uh, for small business owners and business minded individuals and they have now uh, they have a mastermind group a new one that's uh, powered by uh, Soho one, uh, the sweetware, and then it was like a session that you could ask Anita Campbell questions. And one of the questions from a, a user there was how to build a site and how to grow it and the traffic. And she has been around for yeah more than ten plus years. Um, so it takes it takes time, and and then you could see uh, how you could develop it even further. So I thought that was a great. Um, information from you to to share that and uh, do you know how many podcasts there are out there now and how many are active so to speak in a way because it's creating podcasts every every day uh, probably but uh, how many international ways uh, or if you have uh, some figures from uh, north america i know that libs and i have that in presentations and so on yeah yeah um you know, people say that there are five or six or seven hundred thousand podcasts out there now. That's well, yeah. that's maybe maybe true, um, but mm. active podcasts is a, is a completely different story because people yep. will create a podcast and then a year later quit. So yep. when you see that there are, I think the number right now is probably closer to seven hundred thousand podcasts. Um, I know that a couple of years ago when we started, it was four or five hundred thousand, so it's still growing very quickly, but the number of active podcasts out of that out of that group is probably only about 20% of those yeah so uh, there's like the 80 20 rule there again yeah right? yeah exactly so there probably 20% are active on a regular basis and then out of that 20% maybe the top the top few percent make up for yeah. the vast majority of of uh, downloads and listens. So yeah, and and that's yeah. that's good that you're saying that because that's uh, like the podcast index that we made here in Sweden uh, was probably <laughs> catered to this few percent or even only a few percent there. Um, so so that's the thing because this the long tail again, and but the long tail together is a big uh, big pr player you could call it and a big uh, actor on the on this scene so i think that's interesting that you're trying to gather podcasters uh, fellow podcasters and everyone involved in this process to to come and join you, your site and be an active user i think it's a great uh, great initiative that you have have done there so are you participating in like any meetups for podcasters or podcast conference or events or, or speaking engagements or something like, like that? Yeah, um, we, we, uh, we participate at least in the ones in the United States and Australia. So like next month I'll be in Orlando, Florida for PodFest. And um, yep. I'm actually meeting up with uh, Rob Walsh of, of Libsyn to maybe work with them and a few other people. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about about PodFest, I know that our Australian co-founders recently went to an event in in uh, Melbourne, but I, I can't remember the name of the event. But yeah, we're we're pretty active. We'll be at like Podcast Movement this summer with a booth, so anybody listening will be mm -hmm. able to find me find me there. Yeah, 
That's cool. That's great to hear. And I probably want to talk to you more about that in the future. So that's nice. As an ending there, uh, because I have a tea interest and I have a new podcast called uh, uh, The Perfect Kappa Tea Book Sketches. What's your favorite beverage, Cole? My favorite beverage right now, I drink Diet Dr. Pepper more than anything, more than I should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, and uh, now I have to do. But now it would be good to have a transcript because I know one of my guests said that. I even have it in uh, the Twitter profile uh, that he he was a Dr Pepper fan. <laughs> so now I have to figure it out <laughs> who who said that. But um, it has uh, how how should I say a special taste? Is it a bit sherry and and. Um, What's the flavor of it, in a way? Like peppery? It, it has an interesting taste. Yeah, it, well, and they, and they now have, um, they have Diet Dr. Pepper and Dr. Pepper with cherry, So, yeah. which never made any sense to me because Dr. Pepper is already cherry-flavored, so I guess yeah. it's double cherry-flavored. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's funny. So yeah, it, it's you know you never know what you could learn about uh, from this podcast. Now we know that Cole is a fan of Dr Pepper. So that's great to hear. So <laughs> anything ending notes that you want to to say here, Cole? Uh, no, I don't think so. If anybody like has any questions or wants to wants to talk about you know podchaser how how they they could use it today or any questions about the service or our plans um they can email me cole at podchaser.com we also have a community slack channel that has almost 600 people in it um and that's a good way to message uh other people using podchaser but then also all of our co-founders are active in that community slack channel which mm. uh you can I think you can find that on our website on the about page. If you go to podchaser.com and click on the about page, there's a link to join our community Slack channel there. Ooh, great. So thank you much for your time, Cohen. It was great to talk to you and um, yeah, talk to you soon again. And uh, as a call, uh, call to action and repeat, go to podchaser.com uh, forward slash ego netcast. Thank you very much, Cole. Great. Thanks.